That ain't chocolate pudding. I'm Torin Atkinson. Hot camel poo. I'm Kevin Leeson. Warning, this podcast is full of shit. I'm Joe Fulgham, and this is Caustic Soda. Dung. Stool. Scat. All terms for... Shite. Bowel movement. Brown dragons. (laughs) (laughs) Lupo the brown-headed turtle? (laughs) Colon cobras. Colon cobras. Feculence. Dropping the kids off at the pool. Cleveland steamer. Uh, Oh, the Cleveland steamer is... Yeah, there's an actual act involved. That's a very specific act, my friend. Tootsie roll. Booty, oh. booty cakes. Nice. Corn I, massacre. I, th- I thought that was just a term of endearment for a girl with a nice large butt. The fourth Teletubby. <laughs> <laughs> Who did their poop homework? I did no did, poop homework. I did, some. I, I did Did anyone take a poo? I would consider taking a poo to be poop homework. Feces is Latin for sediment. Dregs. 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 I like that word, dregs. And that's feces with an A in it, the old-timey spelling. I was like the dregs of humanity, and now that I know it means pretty much the feces of humanity. The poops of humanity. You're all shit. Speaking of shit, skied is pre-Indo-European for split, divide, separate. See also excrementum, from excrenare to separate. Mm. So the notion of this separation from the body. And as such, it is a cousin to the word science, because science comes from skire, Latin, to separate one thing from another. And as we all know, science is shit. So today we're talking about poop science. (laughs) So what about uh, what about the term the shit hits the fan? Oh, I know all about that. Oh, okay. really? It m- is related to and may well derive from an old joke. So there's a man in a crowded bar has to um, back the big brown caddy out of the garage. <laughs> Can't find the bathroom, so he goes upstairs and uses a hole in the floor. Returning, he found everyone had gone except the bartender who was cowering behind the bar. When the man asked what had happened, the bartender replied, "Where were you when the shit hit the fan?" So the hole was above the fan. I think uh, jokes were worse. Back in old-timey days. So I'm going to tell you the shit-related phrase, and you tell me approximately the year that you think it came from. Oh, okay. All right. Do not give a shit. Do not give a shit. I'm going to get... It sounds relatively modern. I'm going to go 1968. Uh, I'm going to go a little older. I'm going to say 1800s at some point. Let's say 1850. 1922. Uh, I get the prices right win. Yeah. I was thinking it's something that you would hear on Deadwood that would make sense. Oh, I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, I don't know. It sounded more modern to me. It sounded like the kind of thing that, uh, you know, snarky teenagers, I don't give a shit, might say. But maybe not One might say so it's more likes. widely used now. It would be snarky flapper teenagers, I guess, 1920s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit-faced. Okay, uh, I'm going to get this. Sounds like it could be older, so I'm going to go 1898. I'm going to switch myself, and I'm going to say the 1960s. 1960s student slang. Bam! <sighs> Up shit creek. <laughs> Uh, this sounds like the kind of thing that uh, Lewis and Clark may have uh, come up with. <laughs> That's right. So I'm going to go, uh, you know, 1690. I would not be surprised if it was the 70s or 80s, actually, 1970s, 1980s. 1937. Oh, okay, wow. The phobia of feces. I really want to know where these things came from now. I'm going to have to hit the internet That's myself. homework. That's homework for you. This is all. We'll put those up. in the show notes, of course, like we always do. <laughs> so phobia of uh, poo. 
coprophobia, mm-hmm. uh, coprophagia. Uh, I know what phagia means. Yeah, yeah it means eat. Uh, and, 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 and you can guess what copper means. So if I was wearing my shirt, copper light happens, what kind of a joke might that be? Shit happens. Shit, shit light happens. Fossilized poo. <laughs> Got it from the T-Rex Museum in uh, Saskatchewan. <laughs> nice. I like it. Now there's also uh, coprophilia. Oh, yes. Uh, I, will, I know what philia means. Which, which I will never understand. I don't... The sexual pleasure from feces? That is the opposite to me. I don't... It's... I, oh, I'm done. Defecaloisiophobia nope. is the fear of painful bowel movements. We all have that. I got that yeah. one. Coprophilia, also called scatophilia or scat, is the paraphilia involving sexual pleasure from feces. So, uh, what do you think? Hubba hubba. <laughs> That's shapely poo. Uh, what do you think? Do you think people like having sex with poo? Or do they think just involving poo in the sex process is what gets I think right it's. I top. think it's the latter. I think it's involving sex, like the, the apparently two girls, one cup. If you had to guess, what would the longest human dump ever verified? Like longest as in uh, time? Or longest as in length. length. As, in, as in meterage. Me, like, well, let's say, let's put it in footage. footage. Officially Did, recorded. Here's the thing. Did he know it was going to be a like, real long one and uh, like laid it down on the sidewalk? Or I found this on multiple websites, but I could never right. find a name for it, like a name for the guy. Yeah, it sounds so, like maybe a, an oft-repeated urban myth. It could be. It just says Boy. officially measured. Yeah, because like an American. Here's here's the problem. I have a feeling with this with this sort of thing is you never know what it's going to be like before it comes out. Right. So how do you know that you got to put it somewhere where somebody could measure it? Could be like a massive coiler though, and you go, oh wow, that came out of me. Look at that, and maybe you take a picture and they estimate it or something. Perhaps you're shitting on a what do they call that in the factories? I have no idea. A conveyor belt. On a conveyor belt. <laughs> Okay, I'm for science. Go. For science, oh, I've got a story. A buddy of mine was uh, tree planting. Are we are we talking personal stories now? Because I got one. You, you well, this, I'm, I'm coming up with well, a theory like, about how Kevin's somebody could first. measure could measure length. Sure, right. Okay. This is a direct. Uh, just do it downhill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just scooch forward every few seconds. They were tree planting, and one guy bet another that he couldn't lay a coiler unbroken all the way around a baby tree that they had just <laughs> they had just That's planted. Fertilizer. Yeah. And, uh, and in fact, he'd gone around two That's above com- and beyond two complete unbroken coils around wow. around the base of a baby tree. Now is tree. that is that a lot of fiber or or lack of fiber? Fiber keeps That's it together, fiber, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And uh you know, and that and you're sweating like a dog out there in the summer heat and whatnot. Not a lot of water to water that baby down. It's Yeah. That's where the term crunch comes from, I think. I have no idea what that term means in this fashion. You're crunching. So according uh, to the internet, twelve feet and two inches. Wow. Twelve feet. I was gonna guess inches. I was gonna guess two meters. That's six feet. Would be six feet, yeah. yeah. Wow. How do you measure a twelve foot duty? And it would have to be thin. It would have to be like a very dirty measuring tape. Does it say how long it took him to lay said coiler? Uh, Two hours, 12 minutes. Two hours of constant pooping? So, okay, so was this. You just gotta relax, man. You just gotta relax. Well, maybe he (laughs) was. You just gotta unclench. I gotta. Maybe he was yeah, a heroin addict coming off of uh, of coming off of heroin because, as we know from train spotting, heroin I'm, makes you constipated, and when you come off it, honestly, I'm I'm I don't really believe it, but there uh, it is. Do you want my personal poop story? Let's bring it on. All right, well, I've, got, I've actually got several. Let's, but. gentlemen, let's talk Tootsie Rolls. Let's talk <laughs> Bun Fudge. <here laughs> Cleveland for a minute, steamers, if you're forty minutes. 
I was, uh, as I've mentioned on previous episodes, I have a military background, and uh, I spent one summer in Vernon, British Columbia, doing what we called our GMT, which is General Military Trades Training. And uh, GMTT. Yeah, they just called it GMT, though. Okay. I think the trades. That's, that's army the, efficiency. Yeah, I think I think the training was implied. Okay. The trade was uh, was need to be stated. We you go out on field exercises every so often, right? So we went out on a uh, three day field exercise. And uh, when we got out there, uh, they had set up porta potties because uh, they didn't want us actually doing what you would do in the actual field, which is dig a hole and poop and pee into it and were blah, they, blah, blah. Were they, they camouflaged con- uh, porta potties? Because I've only ever no. seen blue ones. They didn't want to contaminate the soil because it's actual land that pe- they leased from somebody or whatever, right? Okay. So we had porta potties, but within 24 hours, then, you know, we had 120 guys out in the field and they had like three porta potties. Within 24 hours, I'm not even joking, the poo had actually crept up over the top of the rim of the toilet. Awesome. <laughs> so they, people were standing on the toilet and pooping down onto this giant why would you even At that point, why do you even bother? <laughs> why that, the pretense? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the called dive bombing, isn't it? Yeah. When so, you squat above it and let it, uh, let it drop down? So within the first 24 hours, I realized I was not going to spend any time whatsoever inside one of these things because right. they are the most disgusting thing I've ever witnessed. First come, first served. First come, first served. So I guess, though, that I had um, didn't realize that I was clenching necessarily for days on end because we came back from a three-day exercise and i'm like oh you know i kind of have to go to the bathroom and i went to the bathroom and i started going and i i, I wasn't stopping it just kept going and going <laughs> i had to flush three times to keep from <laughs> overflowing the having, bowl having the problem in the uh, porta potty and i sat there and thought to myself when was the last time i went to the bathroom and it had been five days earlier whoa that can't I be healthy. I hadn't pooped in five days. You're so days. full of shit. Your eyes are brown. Uh, it was it, it, obviously because timing when you're in these things is very crucial. You have to be in a certain place at a certain time. You have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you've only got so much time to eat. You've only got so much right. time to do this, this, yeah. whatever. They keep you on a very tight schedule, and so I was watching my watch very intently, going, "I'm going to be late for parade or whatever," because I pooped for 45 straight minutes. Wow, was it twelve feet? Twelve well, feet two inches? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it certainly wasn't an unbroken string because I had to flush yeah. several times yeah. in order to. This is why I call into question this guy's yeah, veracity because yeah, yeah. you you have to plan ahead to lay a twelve foot poop. <laughs> well, who says he didn't? I mean, I guess maybe he had this problem all the time, and he went, you know what? Yeah. You know, maybe he had the ten foot one and said, "God damn it, I'm gonna get the next one measured." Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> see what uh, what I'm I got get, going I'm on. Invite here. a scientist and a statistician over for verification. So. Suffice to say, it is technically possible for someone to poop for tw- two straight hours because I only went five days and it was like 45 minutes. But it's also technically possible for somebody to go poop without pooping for five days. I did it. <laughs> You're the living proof. I'm living proof as I live and poop. I had a roommate once and um, I woke up. Well, he, went, he was in the bathroom. I woke up. Okay. I had to go poo. He was started then. And I was like, okay, well, he's in the bathroom. I'll just wait for him to get to the bathroom like you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, common courtesy. Yeah, Got we up. live in a society after all. Got up to hazel alert, <laughs> uh, and then the shower started going. Oh no! <laughs> it, it was a pressing need. Oh yeah, you were pushing cotton. It rose up to chocolate alert, <laughs> and just went from there. Chocolate starfish, and uh, I had to poop in a bag, in a plastic bag. <laughs> Luckily, I how had the long, wait, How long was this guy's shower? It was long, how badly did I have to go? <laughs> so I just grabbed a plastic. I was looking all over. A bowl? Should I use a bowl? No. I can't use a bowl. I have to use those to eat later. I have to throw in a perfectly good bowl. <laughs> so I just got a Safeway bag. Went back to my room. Squatted. 
It was smelly. <laughs> not smell good. This may surprise you, gentlemen. It did not smell good. Oh my god! But lucky, I did have the foresight to have toilet paper in my room for some reason. I don't know. That reminds me of the the internet term used to describe somebody who's addicted to video games, which is a uh, poop sock. Because <laughs> they play their video games so much, like World of Warcraft, that they don't want to leave the computer for any amount of time, so they just poop in their socks. Oh, and, and that put, doesn't and then put happen, it, tie it? it off and put it aside. That doesn't actually happen. Uh, does it? I don't think it does. Right. I think it's just a, it's a haha. You play your video game so much that you poop in your sock. You anyway, know, I took the garbage out that day. I now every time I disagree with Torin, I'm gonna be have to restrain myself to say, Torin, go poop in a bag. Or, or yeah, but I've never pooped in a bag. Anytime he accuses you, yeah, exactly. Hey, at did, least I never pooped in you, a bag. How can you eat that? <laughs> hey man, at least I never pooped in a bag. <laughs> All right, did, did you guys do your caustic soda research? No, but at least we never pooped in a bag. This doesn't. Uh, involve myself directly i merely was a victim of its <laughs> of its okay. constant after effects i uh, i used to work in this office environment and uh, there were like eight people working in this office and one washroom right uh which you know eight people one washroom no big deal mm-hmm. you never really no one's ever really waiting for any length of time or whatever you know i worked there for like a year all quite uneventful in the bathroom emergency variety and then we had a new guy move in one person left and he had a replacement you know i don't have any direct proof but it seemed that right after this person started, every day after lunch, somebody would use the washroom and would have explosive diarrhea, wow. would literally paint the seat with splatter, ma- rendering the washroom unusable. Wow. Every single day. Yeah, and then the cleaning person came in? And then yeah, the next morning, it would be cleaned up. Yeah. Magically. And it's not like you can set up some kind of surveillance to find out, because no. it's a bathroom. Well, and this was quite a while ago. I mean, this was pre-2000, so we didn't really have nanny cam technology <laughs> that was, like, affordable. That's right. Like, I, I, I mean, certainly today, I would probably put, like, the, you know, the stuffed bear in the corner of the washroom. <laughs> Nobody was, nobody's nobody's worried it was a terrorist dropping off a bomb. Yeah, no. It, I don't think in that in that situation you don't even need a nanny cam. You just need one of those. Um, oh, the, the baby monitor. Oh, baby, baby monitor. monitor. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Because obviously like, there was, gonna be, with something explosive diarrhea, there's going to be noises. And it was. It, I'm not even joking. It was every day. It was five days a week. Like, I don't know what was wrong so, with this guy. So could you get somebody who, say, is, is seated near the bathroom to after everybody comes out to go in and check? And like, yeah. oh, it's clean. Oh, it's clean. Yeah, oh, should. Bob just <laughs> left. Look at that. All right, Bob. You well, let's not call him Bob. Let's call him Steve because that was his name. Oh, okay. <laughs> In fact, I'll even go so far as to say, let's call him Steve K. Okay. Steve K. Right. Yeah. Steve Kenson, creator of DC Adventures by Green Ronin. No, but maybe he has the same <laughs> hi, problem. Hi, Steve. Love your book. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, by the way, was, Steve, we dropped your name on the feces episode. <laughs> was that plug worth it to him, do you think? Well, we'll find the, out. The funny, the thing is, the th- part that horrified me the most wasn't that he had this obviously physical ailment. Like the guy had a problem, right? He made no attempts to clean, clean it up. up. Like, he made no attempts whatsoever. He would just drop an atomic Hershey bomb in there and render the toilet unusable by other people, and uh, would just leave it for the cleaning person the next day. So, everyone, write in with your poop stories. <laughs> oh yeah, we prefer no, it if you use the comment section on the Facebook we, page on on the website. I mean, comments on the website. Uh, would be yes. Better. Let's talk about the science of poop. Why, Torn? Why does poop stink? The products of bacterial action. Bacteria, of course, produce smelly, sulfur-rich organic compounds and the inorganic gas hydrogen sulfide. That makes sense. These are the same compounds that give farts their odor. Well, you know, they kind of same source. Yeah. You can see that. About three quarters of your average turd is made of water. Of course, that depends on whether you're having diarrhea or not. Three quarters of your average turd. 
is water. water. Yeah, and uh, staying longer inside the intestines would draws the water out. So mm. I'm surprised that when you had your five day of non poopingness, it wasn't like a solid rock. Oh, it was not pleasant. <laughs> I mean, I, think, I won't make any bones about it. I, I think, wasn't having fun down there. I think that was why it took 45 minutes and made the sound like the uh, starship from Galaxy Quest leaving dock. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird kind of uh, pleasure and pain thing, I got to tell you. Because <laughs> you know, there was a, this giant sigh of relief yeah, followed by right. this. Ow, 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 and then ow, just ow, boredom. After the first 15 minutes. No, then, <laughs> then anxiousness about me being late for mess hall, right? Because we only had like 18 minutes to eat anyway, and I burned up like 15 of it on pooping. Have you ever pooped and ate at the same time? It's so surreal. I have never yeah. pooped and eaten at the same time. I have. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's like Ouroboros the worm. <laughs> Except you're, hopefully you're not eating poo. <laughs> I was eating chocolate. <laughs> Uh, a third of your uh, turd is composed of dead bacteria from the intestinal garden of microorganisms that assist us in the digestion of our food. Oh. And a third of the turd mass is made of stuff we find indigestible, cellulose, and then there's... Um, corn husks. Corn husks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Peanuts sometimes. Uh, the mixture of fats such as cholesterol, inorganic salts, uh, live bacteria, dead cells, and mucus from the lining of the intestines and... Protein. It's good for yeah, you. That makes sense. Do you know why poop is brown? It's it's because of the blood content, isn't it? Yeah. Or something from Dead your blood? Dead blood cells. Right. Oh, okay. Dead blood cells. Iron. Now, do we know why it's different colors? Oh, all the many, the the glorious rainbow uh, of uh, glorious rainbow. Well, obviously poops, diet. The type of poops. Yeah, obviously diet. It's too intense. Once I had a double rainbow poo. <laughs> all the way? All the way. Has anybody ever done one of those cleanses? One of those uh, things where you don't eat solid food for like 10 days or something? No. You ever sure done one of those? No. So I did one that uh, all you ate for 10 was days was, no, it was flax seed and oh, elderberry wow. juice. <laughs> elderberry juice is very dark and inky, and uh, <laughs> flax seed is flaxy and seedy, as you can well imagine. And, it has uh, both the properties of flax and seeds. And when you, after about two days of this, when you have your first real non-food poo, <laughs> yeah. and it comes out and it is a like black as night. And uh, as scrapey as a Brillo pad. <laughs> and uh, you do feel like your colon is being cleansed from the inside out. But, again, it is not a happy moment. Okay, so I've got some it's information. It's like giving birth to a food baby. <laughs> With nails sticking out of it. So I've got some information here from uh, mensfitness.com about uh, the different colors of, uh, of your poop and what that can mean. Uh, black usually means that there's blood. Uh, and if so, you should go see a doctor about that. Although iron excessive blood, uh, excessive like blood, right? actual blood as opposed to uh, blood waste, which is right. uh, what is normally in there. It can also iron supplementation or Pepto-Bismol can actually make it dark as well as can spinach, licorice, or blueberries. Oh, I, d I have another poop story. Speaking of licorice, okay, I, I found this sugar-free licorice composed mostly of maltose, which is a laxative. Didn't know it at the time. <laughs> but I was just scarfing this, mm, sugar-free licorice. <laughs> it's a bold new day. I didn't that's, do that again. It's like uh, <laughs> up here in the mountains uh, and, uh, and smaller hills, uh, you'll see growing on the side of trees licorice fern. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like a, and, and actually they call it that because. It's like a herb or something, right? Well, the root of the licorice fern actually tastes very much like licorice. It's actually quite good. You can just take it and kind of wipe the dirt off and then bite it in your mouth and just kind of put it in your tongue and you'll just feel very strong licorice flavor. It's really good and tasty. The problem is it too is a laxative. 
So you'll get kids that you will teach this to. Yes, this is licorice fern. You can put a little bit in your because you put a little bit in your tongue, you're fine. But of course, kids are like, "This is tasty, yum!" They more wash it off and they eat some more, and then all of a sudden, they're just stuck on the toilet. Maybe that's with Steve's problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm just addicted to the licorice fern. So okay, red, uh, bright red, uh, uh, bl- is usually a sign of bleeding right near the rectum. Uh, so rectum. that is rectum. Damn near killed him. Yeah. Uh, again, see a doctor. Gray or yellow, bile from the gallbladder. So if something happens to obstruct the flow of bile, you'll get pale clay-colored stools. So that's also worth getting checked out. Uh, antacids also, with if aluminum. you've been eating a lot of gray silly putty. Yes. <laughs> but if you eat glow-in-the-dark silly putty, then you get phosphorescent poo. Now, you can actually have green poo. Of course you can. And we you, all know that. You would think that vegetables would give you a greenish tint, and that's true, a slightly greenish tint. But if you get a beautiful emerald green... <laughs> what that you that, want to take a photo of? That you wanna, what that usually means is you've been eating blue uh, food coloring. Or right you may there. have an er- emerald because, tree bow in your toilet. <laughs> because the blue plus the natural brown red will make the green. I bet you the Wizard of Oz poos beautiful emerald green. And flowers grow from it within an hour. Mm. <laughs> Have you seen this website, uh, Worst Jobs in Science, from popside.com? I've never even no, heard of such a website. No, but it sounds awesome. To, well, it's a list of 10 or something like that, but there's two that are poot-related. Okay. The dung curator, Jim Mead, been collecting dung from Ice Age critters and modern beasts during his paleological research. Uh, he hosts what, in the at the East Tennessee State University, hosts what's believed to be the largest collection of excrement. Around 13,000 specimens pinched off by extinct ground sloths, <laughs> porcupines, you name it. And he trademarked the term copper light happens and has made millions <laughs> on t-shirt sales. When scientists need to identify a piece of dung, they will often send it to Mead for identification. But the collection is more than just a dookie archive. Researchers from around the world can pull DNA fragments from the material, use plant matter stuck in poo to recreate ancient diets, especially corn and peanuts, as you suggest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And gather indicators for past climate conditions, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's fecal uh, transplant. What? Fecal transplant? The rise of superbugs means that antibiotics, humanity's weapon against microbes, are no longer getting the job done. The bacteria Clostridium difficile, for instance, infects as many as half a million Americans a year, causing diarrhea, blood poisoning, kidney failure, leads up to 20,000 deaths annually. Wow. What? A potential so cure? Introducing healthy poo into an infected infected patient's gut to help recolonize the body with good microbe-fighting bugs. Oh, wow. The procedure called a fecal transplant typically involves collecting and processing stool from a healthy relative and feeding it through a nasal tube into the patient's small intestine. A nasal tube. Poop (laughs) piped in through your nose. I don't don't know if I'm happy that's the direction it goes in. That's, well, I Like, the alternative is the other way, and I don't know which way I would choose, because nasal tube Well, I think if you go the other way, you have to get through, what, like, seven miles of intestines or something? Right, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and also things are going up. Things are also going up your butt. (laughs) But I don't know, nasal as well. I don't think there's any good way to introduce your healthy (laughs) stool into your gut. I gotta be honest. That's why we long for the days of the transporter. Can we we just put it in a plastic pill that takes a long time to dissolve? So it's it's like one of those things you buy the toy store. They they're really compressed and small. You put it in the water. They expand like (laughs) five hundred times their size. Shrinky dinks. Or shrinky dinks go the other way. <laughs> fecal matter. You know what, though? Swallow this <laughs> giant horse pill. You know what, though? The condition that these people suffer from, it may be a relief to have, like, poop piped into your nose. Who knows hey, how horrible the disease right. itself is? I mean, certainly I would rather have some poop piped in through my nose. <laughs> 
than <laughs> than die to diarrhea, blood poisoning, and kidney failure. Yeah. I, there's no doubt. There's, I would be like, yep, let's do it. But part of me would still be going like, ah. Sounds like we started the lesser of two evils segment. Yeah, it it feels like you would you would blow your nose a million times after that and just always look like just horrified at what might come out of it. Or you wouldn't blow your nose worrying what's going to come out. Oh, yeah, oh my god, like, so congested. Here's some tissue. No, no, no. Forget it. Why I'm not, not doing it. Would you rather have poo fed down your nose or have to pull out your own uh, uh, appendix? To remove your own, <laughs> appendix your own appendix with a meteorologist holding a mirror over your abdomen. <laughs> Call back to our self-surgery episode. As far as intrusiveness is concerned, poop through your nose is definitely a lot less intrusive than yeah. you're laying your abdomen wide open and uh, having to go knuckle deep to <laughs> in your own body to try and, and solve a grievous life-threatening problem. So I'm going to go with definitely poop in the nose. Poop tube. Yep. Yeah, poop tube. I, we I know where to, you stand. I have to agree. Although I think I would, I think I would be left with like uh, mental scars a lot longer. I, the danger of doing the appendectomy on my on myself would be much greater, and the grossness and all that. But I think I'd get over it later. Right. Like you know, I, and I'd be proud and a I'd better be like, story. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is a story you can no, tell dude, at cocktail parties. Listen, <laughs> right? Listen, we were in the Antarctic, and uh, I was the only one who could do it. My buddy held the mirror. I cut my own appendix out. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, yeah show baby. chicks the scar. Let me show you right? the scar. Yeah, let me you, show you my poo. Yeah. But, like, yeah, there's no, let me show you the slight scar where the tube scratched my nose when they fed shit down it into my lower What intestine. if it's a combo self-surgery and you have to, you have you to, have do, to it yourself. You do it yourself? You have to put your own poop tube in your own nose. And I, it's coming from your own poop. I, oh, th- well, why would you do that? I, okay. <laughs> I've gone too far. Yeah. I agree. I, I would still do it. I'm going to go with poop tube. That's unanimous. No, no. I th- I'm going to change my story. Okay. I'm going to change my decision. You want, you want the good the I bragging think You story? make a solid point, Joe, yeah. about the bragging rights. You, you can't tell the poop tube story to anybody. That's true. Because people will that people won't want to stand next to you and talk to you anymore. They're afraid. They'll be afraid of because what might you have happen. to wear a hat or something that says "I had fecal transplant." <laughs> yeah. That's part of the yeah, deal. Exactly. Ask, I'm gonna ask me about fecal transplant. <laughs> <laughs> As a pin. One eight hundred poop tube. No, no, you can't get rid of that, sir. So I'm changing my. I'm flipping. I'm flipping okay. to, uh, I'm, I'm to self-surgery. Uh, the silver-spotted skipper caterpillar. I or I heard about this on Quirks and Quarks. There's a caterpillar that flings its feces up to five feet. That's forty times its body length. That mean that would mean that would be like me flinging wow. po- my poo two hundred feet from your ass, no less. Oh, it, like it doesn't just like poop in a hand and chuck it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it comes. Well, I don't think caterpillars. Have you seen caterpillar hands? <laughs> oh yeah, yes. So. Even even anthropomorphic caterpillars like the one in a Bug's Life. You know, unless, little tiny T-Rex hands. Unless it would, like, lift its hindquarters, like, in kind of a U-shape over oh, itself. And it had its, whole like, body had its many it? feet yeah. paddling and flinging poo. <laughs> Can we? P.S. Frass is the preferred term for insect excrement. Frass. frass. Yeah. And the reason it does this, I'm glad you asked, to throw predators like paper wasps off their trail. Because if you put a lot of poo around your burrow, then the wasps will come straight to them. All right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So it flings its poo away, away from, its lair. from its lair. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but I can talk about fetus poo. Fetal defecation inside, like the actual fetus, not the baby poo. Oh, fetuses like, poo? It's not normal, but it, uh, fetuses do accumulate a mass of greenish feces called meconium, or possibly mesonium. Okay. I'm going to say meconium, in their intestines. Uh, it's sterile. It's odorless. And you may ask, where is it coming from? 
Where is it coming from? Mucus, bile, intestinal, filial cells, lanugo, which is fine body hairs that are normally shed before birth. Yes, lanugo, not to be confused with menudo. They they have fine body hairs to be shed before they <laughs> born. And uh, vernix caseosa, a lubricating sebaceous secretion of the skin. That's that's I what guess, combines yeah. to create meconium. That, and they don't usually fetuses don't usually pass meconium until after birth. But it does happen. 12% of fetuses have meconium-stained amniotic fluid, colored yellow or green by bile pigments in the meconium, an indicator that Junior couldn't wait. Joe has just pulled up an image of oh, meconium. Nice. Uh, yeah, we'll put this up on the website. <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know how to start to describe this. <laughs> it looks like you're looking at down on a mountain from a satellite. <laughs> yeah? An inverse mountain, though. It's got black on top and white down on the bottom. It looks to me like an oil spill or melted rubber or something like that. Yeah. Uh, something that a 1950s rebel might put in his hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> you call them greasers, after all. Why are you rubbing that meconium in your hair? You can't tell me what to do. Man. I'm a rebel, man. So we have to talk about coprophagia a little bit more. Uh, I'm, right. I'm saying all right through gritted teeth. The Marquis de Sade, of course, wrote extensively about that in uh, 120 Days of Sodom. Oh, yeah. he did? The guy was weird. <laughs> yes. Yes, he was. <laughs> There's a book called Mared, Excursions in Scientific, Cultural, and Socio-Historical Caprology from 1999. All right. Only, only devotes a scant six pages to the subject. Perhaps the title is Apropos. <laughs> And these are entirely given over to discussion of coprophagy among animals. But here's something. Consumption of fresh, warm camel feces has been recommended by Bedouins as a remedy for bacterial dysentery. Its efficacy is probably attributable to the antibiotic uh, subtilicin from Bacillus subtilis was confirmed by German soldiers in Africa during World War II. So you would eat camel poo to solve your dysentery? It seems weird, doesn't it? Well, okay. I but mean, I guess, hey, if you're piping poop through your nose to create yeah. to solve, solve some other gastrointestinal problems, I guess this doesn't <laughs> sound so weird anymore. Except you'd have to taste it. What are the risks? Uh, I know. Here's here's a question. Would you rather wait till it cooled off, or would you eat it hot? You gotta have the warm poo. They, they, yeah, he said you gotta eat it warm. I would rather eat it's it. It's gotta be fresh. I would rather eat yeah. it dried out. Because then you know that the bad bacteria and stuff is dead. But uh, then you, good your, good, your good bacteria might be dead, too. But I'm, what I'm just saying is if somebody told me I had to eat poo and gave me a choice. Uh, warm I, camel I, don't, I don't like picking up dog poo through a plastic bag in the park. That's number one reason I don't have a dog. So what, what's the risks of uh, coprophagia? Social. Uh... <laughs> bad breath. <laughs> Hepatitis. And oh. parasitic intestinal infections, infections such as. Amebiasis, bloody colitis, colitis being inflammation of the colon, cryptosporidiosis, <laughs> campylobacter enteritis, and strongyloidiasis, <laughs> which is infestation with roundworms. Call back to our uh, parasites episode. Yeah, so just don't do it. Listen. Think, don't tell me what to do. Man, one message, I'm going to put it in my hair if I want to. There's one message caustic soda can get across to our listeners out there. It's, it's don't eat shit. It's not good for you people. Why? Put it down. You. I know you're listening. You're looking at it. You're thinking. Don't do it.
routine job on a Wisconsin dairy farm turned deadly when a piece of heavy machinery toppled into a manure pit. Okay. This is from October 27, 2009. How did that turn deadly? There was a guy inside. And he was buried in shit? a skid loader, which is basically a small bulldozer. Right. As opposed to a skid mark. Yes. W- which is related to the topic of our podcast. He was pushing manure into a pit in this skid loader when the equipment fell on its side and into about seven and a half feet of manure. Excuse me. My apologies. 31-year-old Candelario Zed Rayon died. That, that is not a real name. That can't be a real name. No, this is now this is a totally made up story. Rayon. This is like the National Enquirer. It is not known how long Rayon was submerged before being discovered. Other farm equipment was used to retrieve the skid loader. Rayon was still in the cab when the equipment was recovered. Rayon was not breathing when he was pulled from the pit. CPR was applied while waiting for emergency personnel to arrive. How'd you like that well, job? You know, it's Rayon just doesn't breathe. I mean, come on. Uh, oh. And it stinks when you wear it long enough. Speaking of dog feces, what? A toddler may lose her eye to a, due to a potentially fatal infection she developed after falling in dog feces at a park. Amy Langdon wiped her left eye and her hand after her hand touched the dog feces. Her mother tried to clean it off, but the next day she woke up with flu-like symptoms, screaming in pain. I turned the light on in the bedroom. Wait, isn't this in England? Can you do it with an English accent? Oh yeah, I'll do the Monty Python. I turned the light on in the bedroom, and her eyes were completely swollen shut and purple, said Amy's mother. The twenty, Who was a nurse? Oh, wow. You think she would have done a better job of the eye wash? <laughs> From Manchester. Amy took uh, her daughter to the uh, doctor. They diagnosed her with toxocariasis and admitted her to the hospital for four days. The infection caused by parasitic worms and the dog poo yeah. could spread to her optic nerve and brain. <laughs> if antibiotics don't work, doctors remove the eye. Whoa. Uh, she's been discharged but is still taking three antibiotics. Three. Two orally and one directly in the eye. Take- Needle or like just like Visine bottle? I'm not sure. Listen, Ooh, it would be awesome if it was needle. Listen, people, clean up after your dogs. Yeah, I guess that's the lesson here, eh? Ah. Kid may lose their eye. Man who attacked a neighbor with a bucket of feces, urine, and vomit was captured Tuesday after three days on the run. <laughs> now, did that take plan? I need to hear if this took planning or if he just happened to have, have a, a bucket, bucket of feces, urine, and vomit laying around. Go. <laughs> a warrant was issued for Ronald V. Ellis. Anything wrong with that name? No, that sounds like a real name, okay. as opposed yeah. to Candelario Zed Raymond, or Rayon, <laughs> Rayon. who was 69. You think he'd be, think he'd be a little more mature. Yeah. <laughs> After he failed to show up for Saturday court hearing, Ellis was charged with assault. This is in Seattle. Police say he called a female neighbor earlier this month and told her something was wrong with her car. She checked the car in the building's parking area, found nothing wrong, and was returned to her apartment when the man confronted her, throwing the contents of the bucket containing feces, urine, and vomit. It doesn't say what kind of bone he had to pick with her, did he? Apparently there was a, a bit of a spat, a feud between the two neighbors that was, according to one of the other neighbors. How do you think this ongoing. would solve anything? If you if you solve the problem of not having enough feces on her. <laughs> if you're in an ongoing feud, you pretty much set the bar at, you got to kill me to get back at me after this one. And then as soon as that happened, she threw up, of course. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Officer Clayton Powell responded and found the woman's clothes wet with urine and feces still in her body. There was a substantial amount of what appeared to be vomit in her hair, he wrote in an incident report. <laughs> in addition to the matter on her person and in her hair, there was an extreme stench that was difficult to bear. The odor made the interview of the victim difficult to tolerate. Firefighters responded but were unable to clean the entire mess because of the amount of matter on the stairs. Cleanup was later arranged. They were unable to clean the entire mess that- because of the amount 
matter. That sounds like an excuse. <laughs> yeah, you know, too they, much. they show up and like they go, w- w- "This isn't our hey, job." We're firefighters. We're, we're not firefighters. Uh, oh, Easter dude, cake dude, fighters, dude. dude we, we can't wimp out that way. Just tell them there's too much. S- hosing it down kind of yeah. sounds like it might have been <laughs> we have the these, most effective. Well, we have these this fire truck and fire hydrants and a giant hose, but. We'll get someone else to yeah, do but it. Yeah, but yeah, this is I can't understand how she... It'd probably like, be a lot of backsplash if you really like high-pressure firefighting equipment. Or, you know, you do turn on real, like, low flow and just the, start it at the top of the stairs and let it cascade waterfall style and wash it all the way. <laughs> and here's the thing. This happened in the... This happened in the in her, in their building's parking area, and she kept this stuff on her long enough for the cops to show up. Of course. And we all know how long it takes cops to show up. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're not in direct danger. What yeah. happened? He threw a bunch of crap on you? Yeah, okay, we'll be there whenever. We'll send a car. So like an hour later, the cop shows up, and she's still standing there with vomit in her hair. Although the- I would have run directly to the shower, full clothes on. Would have forgotten about my phone in my pocket and just covered myself in water until it all got rinsed away. I don't know. I think this is the same principle as a rape kit. You know, maintain the evidence long enough to. Uh, but that's what catch I'm saying. Is she had to like she had to go like no, I'm going to keep this on for evidence and like think of the strength of mind that that takes. Especially, I got to give props to this crazy guy because he's saving his vomit and his poo. Yeah, and like we guess. Have been, like, could... did he just like poo and said, "Hey, I got an idea for this"? Not for or the kind vomit of... and do the same thing. No, and say, not not for the kind of volume that they, the the firefighters are talking about. I mean, it must have been like you don't think it's his. No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's his. I think thinking, he went like, for a round to door to door to get a collection. No, I think he took like three or four days to collect it, making it extra. Ma- like, how did he yeah. get vomit in there? Like, like did he force himself to throw up so he put vomit in it? No, like, he probably I didn't. Just, he didn't have to force himself to do anything. He probably threw up every morning when he woke up with his bucket of pee yeah. and poo right next to his bed. <laughs> like, who probably got it the worse? Natural process. He probably just need to stick his head and just give it a good. <laughs> 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 This will add to the delicious so, cocktail. Sophie, yeah. Sophie had to do this over several days and and make himself throw up by smelling it. Who really got the worst of this? I guess that's she true. was covered in it for an hour, let's say. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't. had several days of a bucket in his house, festering, festering in there, and he had to keep adding more onto it and throwing up in it over and over again. I think this sounds like installment two of Lesser of Two Evils. <laughs> Would you rather have to create the bucket? <laughs> or, or get have, the bucket thrown over on Over several you. days, or have the bucket thrown on you and you could wash it That's off pretty much right one. away. Yeah, this is a real tough one. I gotta tell you. You know, on one hand, it's, you know, it's yours. Yeah, but, but <laughs> you know what's if, in you, there. <laughs> if you keep it in your house for like three or four days, it could basically turn your apartment into like a biohazard. You yeah. Could, it could be like a meth That's lab true. in there. It could get yeah. in the paint and like... You, you know, you never get rid of it. Kind or you of just thing. do it in the woods and hope that no wolves come along. And- <laughs> Unless it was like a Tupperware bucket and had like a nice resealable lid. Yeah, that'd be a good ad for yeah. a Ziploc. Yeah, for Tupperware. <laughs> you can keep a bucket of urine, feces, and he vomit spent in your apartment. He in Dale, but I got an endorsement deal with Ziploc. <laughs> I kept my vomit, urine, and feces in this Ziploc bag for three days and couldn't smell it at all. Thank uh, you, Ziploc. Sick. Deploying the fleet. <laughs> Losing a farting contest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, damn. That that refers to a shart, obviously. Molding an action figure. <laughs> we came up with a term, a couple of friends of mine and myself, we called it shaddle. And that is, it was it was shit and shrapnel. That it was, <laughs> it was basically, it was uh, in reference to the Steve K story I was telling earlier. Anything that falls outside the bowl <laughs> right. is shaddle. Here's a fun game for the listeners. Whenever you hear the word heart in a song on a top 40 radio station, replace it in your mind with shart. The song becomes better. Total Eclipse of the Shart. Uh, two sharts. Should we go to movies? Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. What was the one that? Pig shit. 
It's been a the, while. It was the whole town was fueled by the pig. Oh shit. yes, that's right. Didn't and then they fell and then the guy fell in it. I he think. fell in the pit. Fall yeah. in the pit. I think. So. Yeah. No, I'm trying to remember. It's, I saw, it's I saw not like, great, but it's you kind of have to see it. I saw the clips of like them fighting. You know the the bad thing about that is that it's called Thunderdome. They talk about Thunderdome a lot. When they get to Thunderdome, oh, it's they're on elastic bands and they're jumping at each other. Yeah, in a cage, like yeah. bungee in yeah, a cage. Yeah, not impressive. I mean, for post-apocalyptic, I guess you know. Yeah, you take what you can get. They did have some pretty wicked. I mean, they were using it's not like, like American gladiators. Or yeah, anything. they were using every weapon under the sun, though. It's not like they were like you know bouncing at each other and like kicking and spitting or anything like yeah. that. Like they, the potential for impalement and dismemberment yeah. Oh, yeah, constantly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A friend of mine uh, actually is a member of a, a group called Death Guild, and they build a Thunderdome at Burning Man every year. That's weird. Yeah, Death Guild Thunderdome. Look them up. Do, do people they, die? No. Do they fight in it? What is do it they do in the Thunderdome? Like I'm not even sure. I haven't been. I'll have to look that up. Do all call, I know is that call she it does Thunderdome? it. Do they call it Thunderdome? They call it, they call it Thunderdome. Thunder Guild. foam, because everything's all... That's thunder what I do. foam. Because it's not deadly. It's all soft. Had, it's like the Nerf version of Thunderdome. I bet if somebody's buried in a shallow grave every year out in the middle of the <laughs> desert, and just all these people. More mysterious you know, deaths at Burning Man? Meh. Apparently who cares? they do fight in it. Drugs I'll and see you in the Thunder Foam. <laughs> DeathGuildThunderdome.com. Train spotting. Of course. Oh, one of the best that. scenes in the whole Certainly the most memorable scene That's in the whole That's for movie. sure. Spud, the character Spud, uh, right. sleeps at some girls. and yeah, He was so <laughs> drunk that he shit the bed. Yeah. You know, I have a story related to this. Oh, no. I went to Mexico in 1999 with a dozen guys. What's uh, Spanish for uh, caca? Probably el caca. <laughs> I have no idea. All I know is that when after this story is concluded, the uh, housekeeping lady went, ay, 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 like that. <laughs> of course she did. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there, there was uh, like 12 el of us. El numero dos, I think is what they call it. <laughs> We went to uh, went to Acapulco for New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine, to, to ring in the new millennium. And it was it was sort of one guy that everybody knew. Uh, so one guy knew all twelve guys, and then but all the other guys only knew like one or two other people. Right. So we're all basically strangers, okay. all rooming with each other. Sure. And uh, we went out drinking the first night we were there, and came back, and uh, one of the fellows woke up to a com- this other guy who had never met before the day before this, leaning over him saying, "Somebody has broken in and violated me." And he was covered from head to toe in shit. Right? <laughs> in fact, that's quite a violation. The part yeah. of the story that I remember most is the guy who's telling me the story, who had been woken up by this other guy, looked over me and he said, "He had shit on the end of his nose, man. How do you get <laughs> shit on the end of your nose?" It was a part he couldn't let go. So, anyways, this guy pooped his own bed, and he was running around claiming that somebody had broken in and violated him anally, which is why this is all happened. It's the only possible explanation for why this is all happened. He'd been drugged and anally raped in his sleep, and then covered in poo, and then that's what forced him to poo his bed. And uh, he was running around leaving. Oh, I see. So it wasn't somebody came in and dumped a bucket of poo on him. No, no. he shat the bed. Yes. After he was nose after he was drugged and and violent. Well, you know how when you're eating like a cupcake or something. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so suffice to say, he was leaving little muddy footprints all over the room. <laughs> and, muddy, mm. quote unquote. Uh, and so the one guy said, "Go take a shower," and he went and got the housekeeping lady. And the story ends with her going, "Ay ay ay." Uh, Spanish for shit is uh, carajo or mierda. 
course, if you haven't seen Train Spotting, uh, the scene ends with uh, the entire family Being sprayed in poo. Spoiler there's, alert. There's also the worst toilet in Scotland. Oh, yeah. As, uh, <laughs> as he tries to come off heroin and points out that heroin is, uh, it makes you constipated, so when you come off, the uh, floodgates open. And he dreamed of golden taps and marble <laughs> cisterns, and instead he ended up in the worst toilet in Scotland. The one that immediately came to mind for me for uh, feces in movies was actually the uncut DVD version of Team America World Police in the sex scene. Oh, of course. Where yeah. one puppet drops a Cleveland steamer on, on another puppet. On the chest of the oh, other puppet. Yeah, right Correct. on the chest. Just how far can we go? Apparently they added things like that into the movie so that they would be able to cut that, obviously, and yeah, keep a bunch kinda, of other that's stuff. That's kind of their uh, modus operandi. Yeah, their MO. Yeah, I mean, when they did the uh, South Park movie, they made a big, they had a, a sensor actually assigned to them. So right. they had to clear everything, that they, every page that they wrote with the sensor. But their determination was that they would always write something worse than what was cut. Right. But they would never tail it back. They would all if they if they said you can't do that, they would wear them down with uh, yeah, yeah, with their yeah, persistence. Yeah. Yeah. To the end, they're like, "Fine, whatever. God, I'm going to bed." If they'd never censored them at all, this is their claim that if they had just left them alone, right. the first draft wouldn't have been nearly as foul as their subsequent drafts. What do the movies have to uh, do? With and that? speaking of uh, Trey and Matt, uh, Mr. Hanky is the Christmas poo. What's yeah. this? How's the song go? Mr. Hanky, the Christmas, Christmas poo. poo. I love him and he loves you. Something like that. And uh, yeah, and he dances around and leaves little brown spots wherever he dances. Right. And has a little Howdy Christmas. ho, everybody. <laughs> and has a Christmas uh, hat. And of course, the the episode that he's introduced in, nobody believes that he exists. So he always pops out of the toilet and talks to Kyle. Because Kyle is Jewish and he can't have Christmas, but he can have his Christmas poo. So he has a Santa hat? I thought he had a cowboy hat on. No, Santa hat. Well, what poo has a cowboy hat on it then? Mr. Hanky the Maybe Cowboy. Maybe I'm thinking poo. of Mr. Twinkie. Here's Mr. Ha- a photo of Mr. Hanky. Yeah, I'm thinking kid. of Mr. Twinkie. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Twinkie <laughs> to the <laughs> six shooting Twinkie with the cowboy hat and the cowboy boots. Not yeah. a poo, but same shape. Of course. Is that the hankering for a hunk of cheese guy no, from Saturday that's morning? Different guy. Oh, okay. No, different also guy. poo. Basically, pushing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like what a was that dropping. guy? I anchor for a hunk of cheese. Yeehaw! That's of course, uh, before we started this episode, uh, our uh, sound engineer Mike wanted to remind us about the poo demon from Dogma. I actually really like that movie. I was he made of poo, or I don't remember. Yes, he yeah, was yeah. made of poo uh, entirely. Was he like a puppet or the Golgothan? Uh, it was a mixture. One one piece was CGI. One piece was a costume. So now Mike points out that uh, he's named a Golgothan because uh, that was where the uh, prisoners were crucified yeah. at the top of the, and at the hill. And then when they would die, of course, they would expel their bowels and it would all roll downhill. And oh. that's where the demon got formed from. I, I think this is one of the most impressive things about this movie is that it was very well read. Like it was erudite on the subject mm-hmm. matter. On the you said sort of, erudite. Uh, like, and, you know, I kind of appreciated how much thought went into it. I, I thought Matt Damon did a really good job as kind of the angry, pissed off angel, right? Oh, yeah. Who had no really reason to be angry. I certainly give gave Dogma a double thumbs up. I don't think it did very well at the box office. Better than many other Kevin Smith movies, like Clerks 2, that abomination. Ugh. I always wonder in movies with poo in them, what is the Hollywood formula for making Hollywood poo? Well, I think it changes with every film. <laughs> There's no recipe in uh, the big book of how well, to make be, gross things. It'll be either your props person or your special effects person will come up with their own formulation, I'm sure. Depending on the requirements of the script, whether it needs to be... Money or, yeah. or whether it needs to be solid log thinking, or whatever. I was thinking to that scene in uh, Train Spotting when the actors actually get sprayed with that poo. Like, what is it? Oh, is I'm, it like food? I'm sure. Or it's, is, 
I'm sure. Is it, it like flour and food coloring? It, or Is it just as disgusting to get sprayed with that or with regular poo? Or uh, I bet you it's chocolate pudding with something chunky thrown in. Yeah, something prob- real basic. It could, they use um, uh, this stuff called methicil to create sort of like gels and mucuses and stuff like that. In And you can water it down. Right. Or you can like leave it really gelatinous and stuff like that. For your alien and, movies. And it, it's perfectly clear. Like it's translucent. Okay. So you can so color you it any way you want. Ah. You can mix tons of other things in it. You can put paints in it. You can do all mm-hmm. this stuff with it. The alien slime is just methicil yeah. that's yeah. been watered down to a certain degree and industry tips here on yeah. caustic soda yeah there you go well, i've got a youtube Filmmakers. video here called how to make edible prop bodily fluids poop vomit snot and blood there oh, you nice. so go. we can, we we'll can post that. that for anybody who wants to see how to make edible poop vomit snot and blood visit caustic for that choice tasty tidbit tasty literally caddyshack the floating o henry bar that was a baby ruth ba- wasn't baby it? ruth yeah. oh could have been O. Henry though. It's got chunky, nutty parts. That kind too. of uh, that was the movie that kind of broke the seal on uh, on poop humor. I can't think of anything from before that, and they didn't even use it. Wasn't even poop. Like it was a yeah, candy bar yeah. choc- that everybody thought was poop in the the pool. Anal butter, <laughs> opals and bonobos, rectum warriors. That's all I got. <laughs> Naked boobies on the work computer. I'll, I'll erase it all. 